Welcome to the Sound Words Podcast, where our goal is to help Christians love and live out God's Word. Sound Words is a ministry of Indian Hills Community Church, a non-denominational Bible-believing church here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Now, some of you are wondering, where did they get the podcast name Sound Words? Well, it's been the name of our church's resource ministry well before this podcast began. Sound Words comes from 2 Timothy 1.13, where Paul says to Timothy, Retain the standard of sound words which you have heard from me, in the faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. Now, our goal with this podcast is to help Christians love and live out God's sound words, and this is episode one. My name is Aaron Nicholson, and I'm here with the newly installed senior pastor of Indian Hills Community Church, Pastor Jesse Randolph. Hi, Jesse. Welcome. Thank you, Aaron. Well done on that inaugural introduction. Thank you. Appreciate that. For the past 52 years, Pastor Gilru has been a faithful and devoted shepherd to Indian Hills. He's taught the Bible systematically and consistently all these years. But earlier in May, he retired from his senior pastor role, and basically that just means he's going into a different stage of ministry. And the Board of Elders, through many prayers and with the Lord's leading, of course, have elected Jesse Randolph as our new senior pastor. And Jesse's first sermon was June 12th, 2022. So again, Pastor Jesse, welcome. I have so many questions for you, and I think our listeners want to get to know you better too, but I'll just start with this one first. Now that you've moved from California to Nebraska, have you fully embraced Nebraska? 100%. (laughs) Glad Uh, to hear it. Yeah, we love it here. Uh, The the people are great. Uh, There really is such a thing as being Nebraska nice. There's the old um, ad we've heard about how Nebraska is not for everybody. It's for us, for sure. (laughs) The people are nice. The people are great. We love it. Uh, The scenery is beautiful. You know, we moved here at just uh, such an ideal time. Lush greenery, green trees, green rolling hills all around Lincoln here. Uh, most importantly, we, we came here to serve a church, uh, namely Indian Hills. And it's a church, as you've alluded to, that already has such an incredibly rich and faithful legacy. And we're simply looking forward to carrying that legacy forward. I mean, we've already seen some of the downsides, our, our family and I. Um, we've seen things like, like tornado alerts, and we've experienced hailstorms and triple-digit temperatures coupled with humidity. Uh, we know that the freezing temperatures haven't even arrived yet, uh, but I, I've got to say, Aaron, I have completely fallen in love with, with the Cornhusker State. I've, I've already bought a truck, as you know. Uh, half of my wardrobe is is red, you know, Nebraska Cornhusker gear. Uh, my kids have been out there fishing in local ponds and riding ATVs, and on the 4th of July, they were shelling corn. Uh, they've even changed how they talk about a like a Coke can. It's no longer soda to them. It's pop. Perfect. So, yeah, life is good. This is uh, really the good life, and we're happy and blessed to be here. I can see you're acclimating well. And so when you heard those tornado sirens, uh, I take it you, you haven't done the drill before where you go into a basement. Did you go to a basement? So, this? funny story. The night of the tornado alarm or alert, whatever it's called here, I sent two texts to two brothers in the church. And I just asked him, we got this alert on our phone. It's in all caps. It has a bunch of exclamation Making points. This funny sound. And it's saying, go to your basement. So I texted these two brothers and I said, should I go to my basement? One brother said, yeah, it's probably a good idea. We're going to our basement. The other brother said, I'm on my deck watching the storm. <laughs> I went with the first guy's advice and went to the basement. Yeah. <laughs> Better be safe than sorry. That's yeah, right. That's, that's good you texted too in case one of them was in the tornado. Is that maybe a, your th- A multitude of counselors, yep. right? Good idea. <laughs> 
Well, good. You've told us a little bit about where you're from. Uh, the next question I have for you is, how did God call you to ministry? And then if you could also answer, what are you most excited about now? Yeah. Um, you know, the call to the ministry, of course, is anchored in a, in a call of a man unto salvation. So got to start there. You know, I was uh, not really raised in the church. I had experience with church, but I wasn't a church kid in the classic sense. Um, didn't know the gospel growing up, knew a few facts about Jesus, but for instance, didn't know that he, he is God. Uh, didn't know the gospel message until I was into my early 30s, uh, and that's when I was converted. That's when I was saved. So yeah, I was, I was saved later in life. Uh, that's when I repented of my sin and put my trust in Christ. And that was actually the year I was up for partner at a major law firm in Southern California. That was my previous career, my previous uh, way of making a living. Um, so yeah, I got a bit of a later start as a believer, um, and certainly a later, a bit of a later start as a, a minister uh, of the gospel. But as soon as God saved me, He just made it so evident uh, this this desire to be about all things related related to the church. You know, I all I wanted to do when I when I first got saved in those first early years was was read His Word. All I wanted to do was um, study the Word and study theology. Um, all I wanted to do was put into practice what I'd been learning in my own life and in, with my family. All I wanted to do was go out and share the gospel with the lost. All I wanted to do was uh, be around other believers, um, have really nothing to do and have fellowship with darkness, but really be in the church. So as far as, far as the, the call to ministry goes, though, it, it's really true of any man that's called. It starts with that internal desire, you know, with those internal affections shifting away from the things of the world and the things of secularism and and shifting toward the things of the church. And that was true of me. More and more, I found myself not really into, if you could say it that way, the legal career, which was lucrative in various ways, but more about wanting to be at church and serving the church and and, uh, giving myself to the church. And then externally, you have, it's not just a man's internal desire, it's the external affirmation of leaders and pastors and elders who encourage you then to pursue pastoral ministry vocationally. And, and I had that. So I had men who were coming alongside and saying, you really ought to consider becoming a full-time teacher and preacher of, of God's word. Um, that led me eventually to taking on teaching roles. But then that helped me to see that um, I, when I would teach, especially as a novice, I didn't really know what I was doing. So that then led me to enroll in seminary, where I went to the master's seminary and got that equipping I needed to be a better and more faithful teacher, uh, that then led to me uh, taking on a, what we, we, we call an associate pastor role at a couple different churches in California uh, before eventually, as you alluded to, eventually uh, accepting the call to become the, the senior pastor here at Indian Hills. Awesome. I'm so glad you accepted that call. And as far as excitement, I, I didn't answer the second part of your question. I, I am simply, Aaron, excited to build on the faithful legacy that's been laid here. Of course, it's the Lord's church. He builds the church, but he uses means, and for pastors, he uses men to fill a, an important role, to, to, to herald God's word and to shepherd God's flock. And Gil Rue, for 52 years, since I think it was a few weeks after Woodstock is when he took the pulpit here, has done that. And so I'm not looking to do anything radically different. The word of God is fixed and true and sufficient. I just want to build on what he's done. Obviously, in a different generation, Gil didn't do podcasts. <laughs> they didn't have podcasts back then. I'm just looking to use maybe different, more modern means to get out the same eternal truth. Perfect. 
All right. My next question for you is, what will this podcast be about? Uh, what topics will we discuss? Yeah. Um, you know, you said at the outset, our goal on this podcast is simply to help Christians love and live out God's word. And I know, you know, that was that's a goal that you articulated, and we talked about it over coffee not too long ago, but those those words were intentionally selected. So let's let's unpack those first. Our goal is to help. You know, we want to be a resource for people. This is not just a, a, a forum for Aaron and Jesse to hear the sounds of our own voices, right? Uh, this is not a forum for us just to busy ourselves because we don't have other things going on. We're both busy men with busy ministries and, and busy families. No, we want to we want to help. We want to help people. And specifically, we want to help Christians. That's We want to help Christians love and live out God's word. You know, the Sound Words podcast is a ministry of Indian Hills Community Church. And one of my jobs as a pastor is to equip the saints, uh, Ephesians 4.12, to do the work of service or, or ministry. So this podcast has Christians in view who are looking to grow in their faith as we work through various different important topics. And we want to help them love, love God's word. Uh, you know, God's word is a beautifully stitched together tapestry of divine truth. And for the follower of Christ, the word of God is a lamp. It illuminates our path in, in these darkening times. The word of God is food. It, it nourishes us and sustains us in our walk with the Lord. Uh, the word of God is a balm, it, it, meaning it comforts us and soothes us in our greatest times of struggling or suffering or need. Uh, it's a corrective. It contains absolute truth. It corrects false ways of thinking and false ideology and false beliefs and false narratives that are thrown at us by the world. We on the Sound Words podcast want to help our listeners come to a clear understanding of God's word in all of its richness, all of its color, all of its beauty. But it's not just learning God's word. We want to help them live out God's word. You know, the Bible is not a, a divine filing cabinet of data. Uh, scripture is not something we're called simply to know. It contains truths that we're called to live out. As James 1.22 says, prove yourselves doers of the word and not merely hearers who delude themselves. Uh, so on the podcast, we will give you scriptural truth. Uh, we will give you the pertinent Bible verses, but we're also going to challenge you and spur you on in your faith, as we're all called to do, to live out our faith, no matter how unpopular it might be in our day, and no matter how uncomfortable it might make us in day-to-day -day situations. So we're here not only to help you love God's word, uh, but to live out God's word. And as far as topics that, that will be discussed there are a whole number of topics that we're, we're thinking through in a bunch of different categories. I figured maybe I could lay out some of the categories of topics that, that we'd like to address. One would be Bible exposition, meaning simply explaining the Bible on the podcast, right? That would be surveying books of the Bible. You know, what are the major themes of First and Second Timothy, for instance? Verse-by-verse um, -verse teaching of maybe more smaller or, or select sections of Scripture, um, another category would be topical Bible studies, you know, involving answering questions uh, such as, you know, who were the Nephilim? Uh, did Moses write of his own death in the book of Deuteronomy, in the last chapter of Deuteronomy? Uh, when was Job authored? Uh, was Esther a righteous woman? Uh, what should we make of the end of the Gospel of Mark? And how many snakes should we be handling at the end of a church service, right? Um, or, or what was the Colossian heresy? Things like that would be kind of the topical studies we'd get into. And then theology, you know, another category, covering uh, important theological topics and debates. Uh, examples would be, what if anything can we learn from Catholic theologians on the topic of the Trinity? 
Uh, what does it mean to say that Scripture is inerrant, that it's without error? Uh, what is the hypostatic union, and why is it important to know about that? Uh, what's the difference between premillennialism and postmillennialism and amillennialism, and, and why do the, those distinctions matter? Uh, what is an elder? What is a deacon? And what does each office do? Another category would be how to think um, about current events, uh, how to respond biblically to what's happening in the world around us. And if you haven't noticed, a lot's happening around us these days, as is true of any generation. The overturning of Roe v. Wade, uh, the war in Ukraine, mass shootings, Pride Month, uh, vaccine mandates, how to think biblically about each of those. And then another category would be Christian living. Uh, How do I know I'm saved? How do I share my faith in Christ? Uh, What does a vibrant prayer life look like? Uh, What are some recommended Bible study methods? How do I find a good church? How do I live with an unbelieving spouse? Uh, How do I make wise uh, schooling decisions for my children? Things like that. And then we'd love to have questions from our audience. Uh, As our audience thinks through the Bible topics and they would look for counsel and wisdom, we'd love to impart that to them through the, the podcast. I think that's a wonderful list you came up with. And uh, I can't imagine anyone will have any more questions, but <laughs> no, I'm sure I'm they sure will. I'm sure they will. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk about how to submit listener questions towards the end, but uh, I can get very excited about that list you came up with, and I know the listeners are as well. Um, going deeper, you know, people are busy. You, you mentioned that. And there's a myriad of content out there uh, that people could tune into. I mean, both entertainment-wise and news and finances, all sorts of things, YouTube, ESPN, why should people tune in to the Sound Words podcast? Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, these are hectic, harrowing times. People are absolutely running around. They're running kids to practice. They're running errands. They're commuting to work. They're trying to get projects done around the house. They're feeding their kids and bathing their kids and getting those kids to bed, only to do it all over again the next day. I, the point being they've got a lot to do. And some would say they've got enough to do. But at the same time, I know that those same very, very busy people, people like you and me, still manage to find time, hours per week, hours per day, uh, to spend time on screens and tablets and other devices, you know, scrolling mindlessly through their social media feeds, uh, checking apps and websites that reap no long-term spiritual benefit, uh, listening to podcasts that are filling their minds up with the so-called wisdom of the world, which ultimately will have no lasting eternal fruit. Um, the point would be if, if you've got time for ESPN or, or Fox News or Drudge or Bloomberg, you're certainly going to have time for the Soundwords podcast. Now, obviously, there are many great Christian podcasts that are already out there. So what we're not trying to do is to you know elbow our way into a field that's already been well-plowed by many faithful, godly contributors. But on the other hand, because of how massive the, po- the, the podcast ecosystem is, and because of how many Christians are out there, we know who are regularly looking for podcast uh, content as a way to augment what they're already getting in their local church context, what we know and we understand, you and I, as followers of Christ, as leaders in our church, as men of God who are armed with the Word of God and ha- now have this fancy podcasting equipment— uh, we do have things to say here on the Sound Words podcast. And the things that we say here with an open Bible are things that can help. And getting back to our, our goal, these will be things that prayerfully can help Christians love and live out God's Word. Amen to that. I mean, I couldn't agree more. You know, this podcast is another way for people to set their minds on things above 
and not on things on the earth. Well, in light of topics, what can we look forward to in the next episode? Well, as I mentioned earlier, uh, this podcast does have as its primary audience Christians, meaning those who have bowed their knee to Jesus Christ, repented of their sins, confessing that he is Lord over every area of their life. But as is true when I'm preaching here at Indian Hills, I'm very aware that there might be some who are listening to this podcast or maybe even stumbled across this podcast by accident who are not Christians, uh, who are not saved. Uh, that being so, in, in, the, in the first official episode after this pilot, we're going to address a question a jailer in Philippi asked many uh, centuries ago, the question, what must I do to be saved? Uh, in other words, we're going to get right into the message of the gospel, that which Romans 1.16 is the very power of God unto salvation. So before we can start equipping people in having a better prayer life or how to understand certain difficult texts in the Bible, uh, we wouldn't be doing them much help if they weren't believers to begin with. So we want to help people understand, first and foremost, what it means to be saved in case there are those out there who are unsaved, but even for those of us who are saved, to just relish and glory in the truths of the gospel. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking too. It's The gospel is not only essential for every person to hear, but also for the believer who already knows and believes the gospel to think about it and praise the Lord for what he has done. Indeed. We'll look forward to that, that next episode. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Um, in order to catch our latest episodes and to help this podcast grow, I'd like to ask you to please follow or subscribe to this podcast and even le- leave a review if your platform allows it. This helps more people find the show. And if you have a question that you would like answered on this podcast, please email us at questions at soundwords.org. So once again, that's questions at soundwords.org. And we'll certainly take a look. So Pastor Jesse, any final words before we close? Yeah, I, I couldn't say it better than the Apostle Paul in 2 Timothy 1.13, the verse that undergirds our, our goal. Um, 2 Timothy 1.13, retain the standard of sound words which you have heard from me in the faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. That's our goal. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time.